Hello, hello. Welcome to hello. Dear Me. <laughs> How are you guys? We're good. Are you good? I'm good. We're okay. Well, I'm, I'm Brian. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm Tammy. Not okay. I'm Tammy. Oh, okay. hey, okay. I'm. <laughs> Is that a dad joke? Did I just make a dad joke? Right? That's such a dad joke. <laughs> uh... You might as well throw on some khaki shorts while you're at it. Hey, look, cargo pants are highly <laughs> underrated. <laughs> Think of all the pocket space. Think of all the fruit I snacks mean, that you keep right at your hip. You're right. I do like extra storage. You know, that remember we nice. used to wear cargo shorts in, in high school, in like ninth and 10th grade? Please don't remind me. Girl, we thought we were so Please fly. Don't. We, we had thought that we were so Alive. Cargo like, shorts and Converse or um what was the other ones? Vans. No, you were like polo short or polo shirts with the yes. cargo shorts. You know? Oh my god. Wow. Uh, why? Was it like Help cool to dress like a dude? Was that like the trend? Like dress yeah, like a boy? Man. Cool. Yeah, mean. it was for some unforeseen reason. Ugh. And then we have pictures in it. Like Man. Whose idea was it to document this? Like probably like, yours. Wow, I, look, probably yours. I highly. I can't even. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're probably right. Yeah. But look, okay. I was gonna try to deny it, and I didn't. So honesty is what it's worth. There you go. There you go. <sighs> so, so how have you been? I've been crazy. <laughs> it's been an absolutely insane couple of weeks. Um, mm -hmm. So many changes. We've been, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to, I mean, we're in like a huge transition period. And those are always really tough and really overwhelming. So yeah, getting through it almost at the end of this year. And I'm just hoping for the best going out of this train wreck of a, of a year right yeah oh, what about gosh. you yeah um i've been okay like i said in the intro mm -hmm. um we so me and my boyfriend we are actually preparing to get married um which Aww. is exciting of course but obviously there's gonna be a year's worth of stress planning the way <laughs> so uh, and i'm already feeling it like we just started so you know and then it's been kind of like awkward because everyone's like y'all are getting married why is he still your boyfriend and i'm like oh do i have to explain my story understand. To let me tell you planning how responsibility work, okay? look all right we gotta pay for this thing out of pocket exactly. so we gotta plan way way ahead of time and that includes planning before he proposes. But You're trust being me. being financially responsible. Yeah. People will people. But, <laughs> but I mean, look, yeah. it's all for a good reason. It's so exciting. Yeah. After next year, you guys are going to be married and you won't have to worry about a wedding anymore. And that's the best part of uh, the wedding. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> when it's all over. <laughs> And you know, you are a required bridesmaid, so yeah. your attendance is mm -hmm. mandatory. Mm -hmm. I'll see I if I can you know. squeeze you in. 
No. <laughs> there will be no squeezing of I'm any really sort. A, a lot of appointments. That's unfortunate. You're going to be much busier as a bridesmaid. <laughs> you could make me busier, though. You've got a lot to do. Delegate tasks. What do you need help with? I'm here for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> Famous last words. I know, right? <laughs> okay, so let's let's tell them about this cleanse real quick. Because you <sighs> talked me into this. I did. Okay. Brianna so, talked me into this, y'all. If you will remember on our second episode, Nutrition and Fitness, was that the second one or the third one? Either one. One of our first couple of episodes, we had Jabari and Kathy Teamer on to talk about like their healthcare philosophy and stuff like that. So um, Jabari created this system to cleanse the body and reset, you know, just kind of reset your sleep schedule and your eating habits and your exercise habits and your just kind of general health and lifestyle improvement kind of cleanse. And so Mm -hmm. I did it a while ago. Like I started doing this like a year ago and then I give up often. So, (laughs) so I'll go through like 14 days of it and then be like, meh, or like, eight days here, (laughs) 20 days here. You know, I've only ever done the full 28 days like one time before. And it was really great. Every time it it worked and it was awesome. So I was like, okay, this time I need accountability buddies. I need people to go into this with me (laughs) that are going to be serious about it. And Tammy is the only serious person that I know. I was about to say... Because we initially started this with four of us. One yeah. dropped out at the very beginning. One being my husband. Yeah. The man I am married to. Yeah. He dropped out. Yes. It was almost six of us. But my other friends, they were like, oh, yeah. You know what? I'm going to just stop replying to texts about this. <laughs> Oh, I'm literally tearing up. This is Uh, so funny. Yeah, but Tammy kept replying, so here we are. Uh, (laughs) I think we're on day 10 or 11. I will say, um, my boyfriend, so he he was also in on this group. And I will say he gave it a good try. (laughs) I I will honestly say that. Um, he, He, I wouldn't say he's necessarily out. But he's kind of like, he's got like a, a big toe in, you know? Yeah. That's, that's kind of where he's at. I understand. I mean, it's getting to the point where like, mind him of things we have to do for the cleanse and he'll get mad at me. <laughs> like, that's where we're at. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, don't forget to take your vitamins. I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay. the greatest experience like oh, oh man that's funny oh that is great <laughs> yeah so it looks like me and Brianna are kind of yeah we're the only through. ones left in this um <laughs> but we are powering through I think the best part about it is that I feel like since it's just us I feel like we can just mess up and then just hop back on the next day and then we'll be fine I don't know if I was in like a exercise group or something, I would feel like really 
hardcore pressure. Right. <laughs> but exactly. it's just us, so I'm just like, okay, yeah. No, I did this today, but last week I literally ate nothing but chips. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's pretty much what I've been at. I mean, I've been trying not to be too hard on myself. Mm-hmm. This is my first go around with this cleanse. And... You know, there are a couple things that I, I slipped up on a little bit, but I always caught myself and tried to correct it yeah. later. So, you know, I'm just kind of going with it. And again, I'm not I'm not um, beating myself up too much. I'm just going to keep pushing forward. And I, I feel like I've noticed some things already. Mm. Even my mom said she noticed. And I was okay. like, oh, what? Oh, thank you. It's only been like nine days or something. Yeah. The hardest thing for me has been getting in exercise because Mm -hmm. it's not a lot Mm -hmm. of exercise time that we have to have. But Mm -hmm. I usually, so the way that I usually work is I have like morning sessions, afternoon sessions, and evening sessions. But my afternoons are usually completely empty. Um, especially now during the school year, mm. everybody's at school, so there's no afternoon. Um, and then I have like adults that have their mornings off or whatever, but start working later that I have in the mornings usually. Right. So my mornings are usually cut in half. So most of the like routine mm-hmm. stuff is in the morning, but my mornings mm. get cut off. So I'm like, oh, man, okay, do I need to wake up earlier? But that means that I have to go to bed earlier. But if I go to bed earlier, that's going to mess with my evening sessions, which is most Mm -hmm. of the kids. So Mm -hmm. finding that that balance in the morning of waking up, doing the water, drinking all the the super green stuff fast, Mm -hmm. then going outside for 20 minutes and sitting in the grass. you (laughs) ground. For 10 of those minutes. Yes, for 10 of those. And then the 5 to 10 minutes of exercise. Yes. And it's only 5 to 10 now. Next week is going to be 20 minutes of exercise. Oh, wait, what? Yeah. I'm like, how the heck am I going to find 20 minutes Uh, in the morning? So I'm definitely going to have to to wake up early. Hmm? Yeah. I didn't know it it went up. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Oh, gosh. So today I just cooked breakfast because you have today was our first day of, of at home homemade breakfast how did that go did you cook breakfast yes. for yourself um so i made breakfast but it wasn't um it, it wasn't what you think it is um mm. so i made instant oatmeal That's definitely <laughs> not no carb okay <laughs> see and this is one of those moments where i said you know i kind of mess up but i try to correct <laughs> moving forward mm-hmm. i mean at least i had a breakfast yeah right? at least you made you know, breakfast at home exactly Step exactly one. so <laughs> just you know i had <laughs> bacon and eggs and that's it more fancy more eggs than bacon for once because you know protein right and i tried not to use well, I didn't use any salt. I just used herbs and spices like paprika. Smoked paprika is really good on eggs. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is good. Yep. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, I didn't season with any salt. And then I put some shredded cheese on top. So that added just enough little of uh, the saltiness without overdoing it with the sodium or whatever. So 
That plus the bacon was a nice little protein-packed breakfast. Oh, my gosh. Show off. And then for lunch, I had a nice energy boost with an acai bowl made at home. You're kidding. You're so extra. I know. I am. Are you serious? And then I had chips. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not going to I'm going to cook dinner, but there was a period of time in the middle where I was like... It's 4.30. I ate lunch like three hours ago. I'm not going to eat dinner for another three hours. Right. I'm really hungry. That makes sense. (laughs) Well, you did very well, so I'm very proud of you. Um, Now, I I will add that I did throw in some walnuts in my instant oatmeal, and those are supposed to be a superfood, so boom. Wow. So, yeah, watch out for your girl. Nuts are also carbs, but wow. (laughs) We're about to move on from this topic. Anyway, (laughs) the cleanse has been going good, y'all. Next topic. Um, Cleanse is going good. (laughs) We'll update you next week. I think we'll probably be at the end of it by the next time we do uh, an episode. So we'll let you know how it went. Yes. Yes. Where we landed. Moving into today's topic. (laughs) Um, we're talking voting again, again, you guys. And I think you know why. Mm. I think you know why we're doing this episode. Yes. Um, so it, it may seem like we crazy. just, yes, it is about to be crazy. Yes. Uh, yeah. It may seem like we just did this, but, uh, there's a huge, remember we took a, uh, vacation for the holidays at the beginning of the yes. year. So our last yes. voting episode was last year's voting season. So, so mm-hmm. much has changed since then. Yeah. Um, so we got so, a lot to so update much. you on. Some safety tips. We got a lot of stuff we're going to go through. For sure. So let's go ahead and jump right in. I think we've rambled on long enough. <laughs> um, and we kind of wanted to start with the most basic question. Okay. Why does your vote matter, right? Right. Um, Especially, especially in our community, the Black community. Um, A lot of us are not voting because we don't feel like our vote matters. Mm -hmm. Um, What's the point, right? Right. And it's funny, I, so an old friend posted and he basically walked everyone through his entire process of getting registered. And he was the most frustrated I've ever seen him ever (laughs) Um, he was just like, you know, I tried to go here and then they said I couldn't do this. And then I tried to go to the post office and they closed early. They wouldn't give me a stamp. But then I tried to go here. And I mean, it was just line after line after line after line. And he was so pissed off. Mm -hmm. And again, this is like one of the most calm dudes I've known. Yeah. Um, but he was so pissed off, but the way he ended the video caught my attention. He said, guys, (laughs) At the end of the day, he did get registered, by the way. But he mm. said, guys, all of this that I went through, that means something. Mm-hmm. That means your vote matters because mm. I promise you they wouldn't be trying this hard. Exactly. And so and so I took that and I was like, wow, that's a great way of looking at it. You know, like, why are they trying so hard exactly. to suppress our vote? Why Everything are they making it so difficult? The voter suppression set up mm-hmm. is set up to suppress our community exactly. and that's because our vote is the vote so especially in the democratic 
uh, side of the vote, wherever black people place their vote, particularly black women, that's who wins. And so making sure that as black women and as black people in general, we're taking that power. It's one of the few pieces of power that we do still have um, mm-hmm. our power to to run our own government. And that means yep. in every sense, that means you can run for election. That means that you can vote for people that you know, you know, vote yep. for people that, that are, you know, support people instead of, you know, always, if you want to donate money to, you know, presidential campaigns, that's fine too. But make sure that you give some of that money to your local campaigns and the people that you believe mm-hmm. in on the lower level as well. You know, so use those donation dollars wisely. Yep. We, are, totally like, we agree. always say our money is our power in the black community. It really is. Like we are spending the most. Yep. I don't know if you guys realize that, but we spend the most commercially. Imagine if we literally just invested all those dollars into our own people. Right. <laughs> that would be insane. You know, exactly. and that means politically as well. And even if the mm-hmm. system wasn't built for us, if we can get enough people in that system to be for us, we can work it for ourselves. So it's exactly. just enough people like you and me. I think a lot of people are, you know, scared to run or scared or don't really know how to run or think it, it requires a lot of money. But like we always say, the, the local elections are the most important ones. And that doesn't take money. That just takes, you know, time. And, and exactly. you know, <clears throat> putting in the time with voters in your area, people in your neighborhood, letting them know what, you know, what you believe in and what you what you want to, um, you know, change in your neighborhood. And most people will probably agree with you. You know, everybody mm-hmm. has something that they want to change and everybody has mm-hmm. somebody that they want to root for. So you could be exactly. that person. So make sure that you're not counting out the possibility of getting involved in this process as much as possible. Exactly. hundred percent agree. Um, I did have a couple resources I wanted to share. Um, so this is from national geographic, which I had no idea that they wrote about voting very random, but, um, just wanted to share a couple of cases when it came to, voting and why it's so important. Um, You know, you hear people say voting is your civic duty. Voting is your privilege. All those things are definitely true. But I kind of wanted to get some more practical applications of why voting is so important. And so one of the cases they brought up was the 2000 election, Al Gore Mm, and Bush. And the election had came down to a recount in Florida where Bush had won the popular vote, such a small margin. Um, and that's why it triggered an automatic recount because it was just that few people more <laughs> that voted for Bush. Um, and according to National Geographic, he actually won Florida by zero or yes, 0.009%. Wow. That's how much he won Florida by. Insane. That is I didn't even like how, you know, like, so can you imagine if those, what, one or two people didn't vote, Al Gore would have been our president. Good Lord. Um, More recently. That many, that small amount of people is what's separating us from one, one type of America from the other. 
exactly (laughs) exactly it's crazy um more recently talking about donald trump and hillary clinton Mm -hmm. um obviously um you know donald trump won uh by securing a close electoral electoral college win um and although the election did not come down to a handful of votes in one state um what actually happened was that Clinton had won the national popular vote, but the concentration of voters in swing states, such as Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, and Michigan, is what helped seal the victory for Donald Trump. Um, So again, it still came down to the number of votes, the people actually voting. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a lot to do with the Electoral College. Yes. And so I just found that to be so interesting, but... What really, really stuck out to me was um, this other article I found on time.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this article because it's all about changing your mindset when it comes to voting. Um, and they have just a ton of ways for you to think about to reframe your mind when it comes to voting. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say things like vote because it is the one absolutely necessary step toward any better place. Vote if the voices you hear don't speak for you. Vote, vote, sorry. Vote because you refuse to let voting become the privilege of the enraged and the engaged. Mm -hmm. Vote because there are those who may not want you to and who promote laws making it harder for poor people or young people or non-white people to cast a ballot. Um vote to defy those who spread false rumors of active shooters near polling places vote as a nod to a time when people were fine if their son married a republican and their daughter a democrat um and they just go on and on about all these different ways to kind of reframe your mind Mm -hmm. and um i just i just thought it was great i was just like you know there's a scenario for everybody there's a reason for you to vote and they even mentioned um you know, how some people, um, you know, don't pay attention to politics yeah. and they don't vote because of that. But they said that it's still important to vote um, so that you can remind the system that they work for us. Wow. They work for the ones who are paying attention and they work for the ones exactly. who are ignoring them. Yeah. And so, yeah, this article really hit it. Like, yeah, it, girl, I was I'm like, listening. Oh, oh like, I love those. Those are great. Yeah. So... Yeah, your vote matters, basically. It definitely is what we're matters. To yeah. yeah. I mean, just think about about it in, in terms of, you know, politicians. If you don't trust the system, you know one thing. Politicians only do things to benefit themselves, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. <laughs> if these people that are career politicians are putting these programs in a place that are suppressing your vote. They're doing it for a reason. So think about mm-hmm. what that reason could be. Right. What What else could it be other than they know that you don't want those career politicians in the places that they're at. They don't want to lose their job. Most exactly. obvious answer is usually the right one. Yep. So if you use exactly. your voice to get them out, you will get them out. Yep. It's just a matter of doing it. And we can't say that it doesn't work because we never tried it. As a society, as a community, we've never had a high 
percentage of voter participation in America, in any community, really. Um, mm-hmm. But, of course, white people vote at a way, way, way higher percentage Especially than people Especially older color. white people. Yes, exactly. Older white people. Older black people vote more than younger black people as well. But, you know, still, the white people voting outweighs black people and Latino people voting rates. Mm-hmm. And I just think that that is so indicative of the way that our country is set up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so, you know, it's now after October 5th. Mm-hmm. Everyone hopefully has gotten registered. Right. So from here, how do people look up their ballot and, you know, research the candidates and all of that? Yeah. So, I mean, there's a couple of different ways. So first of all, doesn't matter how you're voting, mail-in voting, early voting at the polls, whatever you're doing, doesn't matter. You got to make sure mm-hmm. that you do it well, right? You want to make sure that you do it informed mm-hmm. and you want to make sure that you're not just going off the cuff or just, you know, voting for someone just because of of reasons that don't make any sense or reasons that don't have any weight on, you know, your actual life. If you're going to take the time to, to, to take, you know, to do this responsibility as an American, you want to make sure you do it right. So a couple of um, resources that I use, and really the main one that I do use is the um, voter 411 or vote411.org. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Now, Great resource. Oh yeah. Vote 411 has everything you could possibly want all you have to do is go on there it's very clear very easy um all you got to do is put in your address including your zip code and they'll give you basically a preview of what your ballot's going to look like um they're going to show you every single person that's going to be on the ballot from u.s president all the way down to your house districts your school district positions, mm-hmm. your city council positions, mm-hmm. um, county, uh, county attorneys and sheriffs, um, all your judges and everybody on there, your Supreme Court people in your state, um, mm-hmm. you know, commission. I think we, yeah, in my county, we got a Texas railroad commissioner on the ballot. I'm going to look and see which railroad commissioner I want to have. Yes. <laughs> running yes. my railroads <laughs> in Texas. Yep. So, yep. I mean, really, vote411.org is the most comprehensive and complete guide. Um, they give you your personalized voter's guide, no matter where you live in the United States, whether it's continental, otherwise, if you're in Hawaii, in Alaska, wherever you are, um, you still have access to this as long as you can put in your address or an address in your county or whatever, and you can get your um, ballot information. Um, Mm -hmm. You can also find your polling place here. You can Mm -hmm. um, see video of any past debates um, that any, anybody on the ballot has done in your community. Um, You can see any upcoming debates or forums that are coming up, but you can really get deep into each individual candidate and look at what they're against, what they're for, what their stances are mm-hmm. on certain big issues in your community. Um, for smaller local things, they have uh, uh, local positions. They have more um, more generalized, like what is their general uh, philosophy? Um, mm-hmm. They For the judges, they talk about their ju- judicial philosophies and stuff like that. So it gets really detailed. Um, and you're able to really get 
you know, the information that you need all in one place. And I think that's the biggest resource um, you know, possible. Now, there's another one that's called 270towin.com, and that's referring to the 270 Ooh. electoral votes you need to win a presidential election. And that resource more so tells you about who's currently um, representing you. So you can learn if any mm. of your um, current representatives are up for re-election, learn more about their record. You can learn more about how long they've been in office, what they've done for you, what they haven't done for you. Um, you can learn more about their voting record. Um, you can learn more about uh, your county-specific leanings uh red or blue or whatever you know you can look at uh up and coming candidates debates video as well on here on 270 twin um so that's just mm -hmm. another side resource that you can use to kind of get a little bit more of a deeper dive information on the people that might currently be running for re-election that you may not know too much about and you really should know more about who's representing you these are fantastic resources um and you know on this subject of looking up your ballot and researching candidates and stuff it really is important to be informed before you go in there and make a vote yeah and i i remember when i voted in the primaries earlier this year mm -hmm. um i looked up a candidate um for the local election um i believe it was a judge and I just, you know, Googled her name, just kind of like slightly just to see what would pop up. Um, found out she was in an ongoing investigation involving some sort of financial fraud or bribery or something. Oh. And I was like, whoa, okay, <laughs> not mm. voting for her. <laughs> yeah. I don't want my judge taking bribes, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, it, it, it was a huge deal. So those types of things, like you really, really have to look out for, yeah, you know? For sure. Yeah. I was like, all right, lady, you should have removed <laughs> your name from the ballot. Yeah. Um, no, but great resources, Brian. Thank you for sharing that. Cause yeah, for sure. a lot of people still don't really know about vote for 11 and I've never even heard of 270 to win. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. 271 has also a lot of, uh, information about every single level of government as well you can look up your low your uh president senate house governors um state legislature and then even down to local sheriffs and and stuff like that and those resources are great just for educational purposes in general like yeah. i learned a lot about what a railroad commissioner does just yeah. looking up the ballot. I was like, what do they do? What's, yeah, they do. The, they go through the what each job <laughs> is, what the job description of each position. They even go into the mm -hmm. job description of the president in, in uh, <laughs> vote 411. <laughs> Got to make sure you know. Yeah. So they go really <laughs> deep into it. They get really detailed. I like it. It's really informative. Yeah, for, yeah sure. for sure. I learned a lot. So, so love it. Whether you're voting by mail or voting in person, just make sure that you're doing it with the knowledge that you need to have to make an informed. Because mm -hmm. there's nothing more dangerous than an informed voter, right? Yes, we pack a punch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, okay. So what to bring when you're voting? Now, this is the infamous question. Yeah. Um, let me start by saying that it varies state by state. 
So please be sure to go on a government site or vote411.org, any of those sites, to see exactly you'll need because it does vary. So you don't want to get caught slipping because you know how our system can be. Um, I also do want to point out that requirements may also vary depending on the type of voting you're doing, early voting versus absentee or mail-in voting um, or election day voting. Mm -hmm. So again, you want to look these up to make sure you know exactly what you need for your state. I'm just going to go ahead and read off Texas's requirements just because we're here in Texas. Mm -hmm. Um, In Texas, uh, we are required to show some sort of photo ID that includes obviously Texas driver's license an election ID certificate, personal ID card, handgun license, U.S. military ID, um, U.S. citizenship certificate, or a U.S. passport. Um, another important note, and this is for everybody, um, in Texas, our forms must either be current or expired less than four years. So if any of your forms are expired past a certain amount of time, you need to check with your state guidelines to make sure you're not, you know, missing that requirement. Again, these are the small details where they get you guys. Like, this is so important. For a reason, man. You know? I mean, they have to. We're we're dangerous as voters, you know? So, yes, make sure that you check those expiration dates and you get everything that you need. Um, In Texas, they do have it where if you don't have an ID... Um, and can't obtain one due to a reasonable impediment, as they put it, um, you'll need to sign a sworn statement or, you know, some sort of affidavit um, as to why you don't have it. And then you'll be able to present um, some alternative versions. So a certified birth certificate, a valid voter registration certificate, um, a current utility bill, government check, bank statement, paycheck, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. And if you meet these requirements, obviously you'll be eligible to vote. So the last kind of big chunk, if you don't have an ID and you don't have like a reasonable impediment for not having your ID, you actually have to show up in person to get this solved. So basically you'll have to cast what's called a provisional ballot. And in order to have the provisional ballot counted, you'll be required to visit the voter registrar's office within six calendar days of the date of the election to either present one of the forms of photo ID or submit a temporary affidavit and possibly qualify for a disability exemption. And the whole point is you have to do all of this in the presence of a county voter registrar. Um, So it, Obviously, it's a very intensive process, but these are the things, like I said, these are the details you have to pay attention to, because if not, your vote literally just won't get counted. They're not going to tell you. No. There's not going to be any notification. It just won't get counted, period. It's just... And so what does that even mean, provisional um, ballot? Basically provisional just means it, exactly what you said. Um, this is just... I'm just going to hold on to this for you. It's basically a layaway ballot. I'm going to hold on to this for you until you get me the proper ID. If you don't give me the proper ID in six days, I'm throwing it away. Wow. That's what it means. (laughs) Republican states tend to have more restrictive um, voter rules, voter registration rules, 
and mm-hmm. more voter actual voting rules. Um, they make it really right. complicated to vote and to register to vote and all that stuff. But in democratic states, they tend to let everybody vote. Um, and then they have post voting security protocols that they, you know, take care of. And that's why they have mm-hmm. so many ballots thrown out. You'll hear people give crazy numbers of ballots. Like, Oh, they yeah. threw away 200,000 ballots. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's in states like Utah that have 100% mail-in ballots and only 200,000 of the millions and millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of them got thrown out. So mm-hmm. you got to, yeah, look at stuff like that. Yeah. Just just be very particular with stuff in your state, seeing how your state operates. And Google has made it really easy this year. I don't think it was like this last year, but Google's made it really easy this year to yeah. see all of the rules up front for your state. Um, no matter where you are, as far as what to bring to the polls, what kind of ID you have to have, what kind of voter registration um, protocols and stuff that they have in your state. Well, and not even just Google. I know you've seen it on Instagram, Facebook. Oh, now yeah. they have these voting mm-hmm. centers yeah. where it just pops up on your account and they're telling you what you need, what's mm-hmm. next in mm-hmm. your state, where to vote. I mean, it's it's amazing. I mean, even they recognize the importance, yeah. you know, Mm-hmm. Of voting so i i love it i'm i'm glad they're keeping everyone informed for sure it's definitely something that's I, i'm seeing the importance of voting and and being active politically i've i'm seeing that being boosted right now on pretty much every level and i think mm-hmm. that that's so 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 important but I think that at the same time, while people are so, you know, worried, you know, to make sure that they get out to vote and making sure that they can get as many people out to vote as possible, people also mm-hmm. want to make sure that at the same time we're doing it safely because we are still right. smack dab in the middle of a global pandemic. Right. So exactly. making sure that, you know, we're staying informed in our voting and that we're making sure that we're knowing all the rules for our voting, but just making sure number one, honestly, this is like the third number one priority. But <laughs> I Speaking of safety. <laughs> yeah. I just kind of looked up who had the most comprehensive list of safety precautions that you could take as a voter. Um, what no matter what kind of voting you're doing, and I think that um, I found the best, most comprehensive list on CNN Health. And while we're talking about safety at the polls, did you hear that statement from the president about those poll watchers? Girl, <sighs> girl. girl, I know, but, I know. Look. <laughs> I know. I y'all should see Brian's face right now. I know. Watch me watch you. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but the second you get within five feet and eleven inches of me, <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> yeah, and that's um, the, on that. Look, there's gonna be. I'm 5,000% sure that there's going to be some kind of terrible presence at the voting polls based on yes. 
on what his go- what is playing out right now with the president and his cult. Mm-hmm. Um, so please be safe, number one, y'all, because these people are crazy. Mm-hmm. They're waiting for you to act on your anger. They're waiting for you yes. to react so that they can react. So don't exactly. react. Exactly. <laughs> don't react, number one. But be prepared to protect yourself if anything pop off. That's all I'm saying. Great advice. I couldn't have said it any better. (laughs) (laughs) But as far as general health and safety. um, Yes. So CNN Health recommends, number one, that you check your local data. Right. Just make sure that, you know, you are well aware of what's going on in your area um, as far as COVID infections. How serious is it? Is it out of control? Is it under control? Have they stopped the spread? Um, And that should determine how serious um, you should be taking your safety at the polls this November. Um, The second tip they have is uh, to, if you can, mail it in. Now, at this point, it's it's ride or die. You got to mail it in now. Because I don't want anybody to be risking any um, delays in the in the voting or delays in, in any of the mail. Because, look, like you said, they're willing to take this election as much as they're willing to cheat for it. So you got to be careful as far as um, as far as your mail in ballots, making sure that you're getting it in on time. Okay, so, but if you can mail it in, go ahead and do it. Do it now. If you can fill out a mail-in ballot and go drop it off, that's even better. Um, So this is, dropping off your mail-in ballot is something that I used to do all the time in California. You just go either during the early voting period or during um, actual election day. Bring bring in your already filled out ballot and drop it in the pre-filled out election ballot box. And they're going to give you a sticker that says you voted and you're out of there. Boom. That's it. So it's really quick. It's short contact. You really usually don't have to wait in any line. I've never had to wait in the line ever. So, and usually you can do this. Well, uh, look, let me say this. Usually you can do this at any place, any um, polling place. Now. Some states, like Texas, have made it so that there is only one place in every county that you can, uh, every county that you can drop off your mail-in ballots. Girl, um, I was so mad when I heard that. So now, for people like us in Harris County with four million people, yep. we all have one place we can go drop off our mail-in ballots. That's awesome. Wonderful call by our governor, by the way. Yeah, uh-huh. like I said, Republicans tend to love making it hard for people to vote. Thanks, Greg. Mm-hmm. So just check in your local area to see like where you're, um, you know, where you're able to drop in, drop off your mail-in ballot. If you're able to get one and able to fill it out, um, dropping it off is probably your most secure way of making sure that you get your mail-in ballot on time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it doesn't, so I think the most important thing to remember here is when I say on time, that means postmarked by election day. And so right now the mail is moving so slowly that things are getting postmarked late. And, and I, I don't know, know if they're that's, getting postmarked late. That's what, that's what they're saying. Um, oh so they're saying gosh. that it's running 
so far behind that they're not able to collect the mail fast enough so that in if you put it in a couple of days before election day it may not get picked up and postmarked before oh. election day this is too much it's <laughs> a lot and this is all hypothetical we don't know what's actually going to happen this is all just precautionary and so we want to make yeah. sure that you're taking the the biggest precaution you can because like we said mm-hmm. this is such an important election you want to make sure that your vote is actually getting counted right right um so when you can't vote by mail or when you can't drop off your mail-in ballot the next best thing for you to do is going to be to vote in person now you can vote in person early usually now some states don't have early voting texas we have early voting starting october 13th through october 30th Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and if you can vote early because there's going to be a lot less people available, uh, a a lot less, a lot less people around you, um, you know, while you're voting in person. But, uh, if you have to vote on election day, try to go during what's called non-peak times. So peak times are usually before work, after work, during lunchtime. People try Mm -hmm. to run to the polls really quickly. So... After you drop your kids off at school, you go right over to to the polling place in your area and go vote real quick before you run off to work or stuff like that. So if you try to vote in those lull times, like let's say 11, uh, 10 to 11.30 or uh, 2.30 to 4, those are times where usually there won't be a lot of people in there because people are at work, people are at school, people are in the middle of their day, right? So... Um, Mm -hmm. now that might be a little bit different this year with the way that home working is set up and a lot more people unemployed this year. A lot less people have, um, those kind of in office restrictions and, uh, the restriction of, you know, not being in the County that you have to vote in while you're at work. I think that's the main thing that Mm -hmm. keeps people from voting in the middle of their work day is that like they may be working in Harris County, but they live in Fort Bend County, right? Because they live in the suburbs. Right. So you're able to vote in your county because right now you're working from home. So I think it may be a little bit different this year because of that, but still trying to aim for those low periods. Um, Polls usually open until seven or eight usually. Um, So yeah usually try not to go late because everybody goes late Mm -hmm. after five is high 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 peak five to eight Mm -hmm. is high peak that's when the line's going to be the longest that's when it's going to be the most amount of people there so if you can at any 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 cost avoid going from five to eight if you have to wait in line um try to stay outside as long as possible you want to try to uh, keep in the open air areas as much as you can, especially if you're in a high volume voting area. And make sure that you don't just go to the first polling place you see, right? If you can, go to one that's a little more offbeat, a little more out of the way. Yeah, um, so you can spread mm-hmm. it out a little bit more. You may not be with so many people if you go to one that you've never been to before, or a smaller location, or maybe like the local library or something like that. That was exactly what I was going to follow up with. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Harris County is huge. Yeah. Um, so I decided in the primaries to go somewhere different than what I normally go to. Um, and I will say um, polling stations are different 
in certain neighborhoods versus others. Yeah. So if you can get to another one, um, try it. Definitely try it. Okay. So you want to make sure that you're aware of what's going to be going on at your polling station. So see if you can find out what, uh, what your local laws are going to allow to happen at your polling stations. Um, Are they going to have outside, you know, waiting areas? Are they going to have six feet markers? Are poll workers going to be required to wear masks? Um, Are there going to be separate entrances and exits for the voting area? Is there going to be plexiglass? Um, Are poll workers going to be wearing face shields? Should we wear gloves? Are Mm -hmm. they going to be wearing gloves? Is there going to be adequate space Mm -hmm. and and privacy um, in the voting booths? Um, are the poll workers going to be sanitizing everything? How frequently? Um, stuff mm-hmm. like that. So just check with um, your local polling place and see what kind of, you know, things that they're putting in place, what kind of safety precautions they're putting in place and see what's legally going on in your area to see what um, is legally allowed for them to be doing. And then based on what you find out from that, plan your plan, basically. <laughs> So you always want to make sure that you have a plan for touching door handles. Um, Mm -hmm. You want to keep hand sanitizer on you. Um, Do you want to bring a tissue with you? Are you going to have long sleeves on and just pull your sleeve down and open the door? Um, You want to make sure that you have a plan for, um, you know, if they don't have six feet apart, markers are you going to um put a mask on are you going to wear long sleeves or a coat or something so people can't touch you mm-hmm. things like that just start planning strategizing about how you can best protect yourself while you're there at the polls um like for example i know that my place is going to have six feet markers but the majority of the weight is inside so i'm going to have to have my mask firmly secured over my mouth and nose the entire time. So I want to make sure that I have a comfortable mask just in case I'm waiting in line for a longer period of time. So stuff like that just helps you stay prepared. Make sure, make sure, make sure that if you can get hand sanitizer and keep it on you. When using hand sanitizer, this is something that a lot of people do. And I know that it's kind of weird for me to be giving you advice on how to use hand sanitizer, but Try not to touch anything until the hand sanitizer is completely dry because Mm -hmm. otherwise you're just going to be getting more germs onto the liquid and spreading it around. (laughs) Um, So make sure that you get the sanitizer on your hands, completely wash your hands with it just the same way you would if you were using soap, get in the fingers and all that stuff and then wait for it to dry before you touch anything. Okay. Oh, and it also recommends that you use hand sanitizer that's 60% alcohol or up. Mm. Okay. Um, yes. Just because that is the most um, effective. Uh, the same with disinfectant wipes. If you're going to bring disinfectant wipes, make sure that they're going to let you use them on the booth. So um might be better to just bring gloves. Honestly, that's what I'm going to do. They say you might want to, if, you, if your place uses uh, styluses, you might want to use like ours. We have the little rotator for 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 texting. Yeah. Um, but some people have like pen and stylus. Um, so if you have that, you might want to bring like your own ballpoint pen to use, or just um something to hold on to the stylus with, so you don't have to touch after however many people, regardless of how much they sanitize. You just want to make sure that you're having as little contact with other people and surfaces as possible. Ooh, all the details. Yeah. 
it's a lot, but it's worth it. Trust me. You just, it's not that hard to stay safe. You just got to stay vigilant, right? Stay aware. And, and it's worth it. It's worth it. It is. Because we got in this situation because we didn't vote. (laughs) (laughs) I was just about to say that. And this is going to be a transformational election to say the least. So either way, we all got to do our part, right? We all got to do our part. Um, so great tips, Brian, really good. Even things I haven't thought about, you know, like bringing your own wipes. Like I, Mm -hmm. I never thought that would be a problem. (laughs) Right. And I'm always grossed. I've always been grossed out by like voting polls in the community aspect of we're all touching the same thing. But now, you know, you know, we all have a reason to be grossed out. It's not just right. me being a weirdo germaphobe, okay? There's a reason. Well, I saw polling stations the same way I saw playgrounds, you know? Like, I was very iffy about playgrounds, you know? Because, like, all those kids, you know, you always saw some it. sort of substance on a on a play gym, you know? So yeah. that's what I think of mm-hmm. when I think of polling stations. So anyway, I'm a weirdo like you is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so no, great tips. Thank you so much for sharing, Brian. Yeah, of course. Um, and again, I got that from CNN Health. Perfect. So kind of moving into our last section, um, what election results are going to look like this year? Because obviously they're going to look drastically different. Just like um, everything else in 2020. Just like everything else, 2020. Um, I know one of the biggest things that people have been talking about, complaining about, whatever, um, is that absentee voting will delay the results. Yes. Um, That's been a big, hot topic. You know, we're not going to know who's president the day of, Mm -hmm. you know. And I don't know. I, I honestly don't know what to feel about that. I mean, obviously, I'm not against absentee voting, but... I don't know. Is this going to be hard to wait and see or, you know, the only reason I... it's going to be hard to wait and see is because the entire time there's, we're going to be bombarded with, this is a fake. This is a fraud. They're cheating. They're doing this. They're doing that. Oh, we need, and we're going to be bombarded oh, with this. It's going to be so tiring be to look. Oh my god! You're gonna have to be shooting down misinformation left and right, y'all, because I guarantee you there's gonna be some Facebook memes out there. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be insane. It's gonna be really intense, and I'm worried, but I'm energized, but mostly worried. (laughs) (laughs) But mostly worried. (laughs) I mean, what are you? Do you have any other thoughts about? What do you think elections going to look like? Results? I just I just want people to understand that this is going to take a lot of patience on both sides and things are going to be going back and forth a lot because as the votes are counted, they're counting them by counties. So you might see a huge spike in red votes, you might see a huge spike in blue votes, but that's just because they're going county by county by county. Some counties are red, some counties right. are blue. So don't be thinking like, oh, God, no, it's rising in this person's votes or, oh, God, it's rising in that person's votes. Don't worry about it. Just you have to. It's like watching the stock market. You just got to write it out because Mm -hmm. it's going to be up and down and it's going to be back and forth for at the very, very least a couple of weeks, um, if not months. So we may not get results until Christmas, 
we may get results by by the end of by, by Thanksgiving. Oh, um, man. So just be prepared for anything. That's what I'll say. Right. Just don't let the stress overwhelm you. Stay I'm already calm. I'm already not calm. I am in a con- <laughs> look. I have been in a constant state of panic since like June. So yeah. look, <laughs> God. look. Um, oh. The best thing you can do to kind of quell that drama from here until the fourth. Now, on election day, after election day, the best you can do is just hope and pray because it's over Mm -hmm. at this point there's nothing else you can do it's over just let go and let god because there's nothing you can do (laughs) so it is what it is at that point it is what it is yeah so just be prepared to let that go um and not get so overwhelmed with with trying to keep up with who's who who's where where are we What's, what's what's what it's okay. We're going to get there eventually. And somebody may jump out and be the immediate leader and just lead the whole time. And that might happen and it might be beautiful and it might suck and who knows. But right. it might go back and forth and it might be really scary for a minute and it might be really awesome for a minute. So we just got to be prepared to share a lot of funny memes during that <laughs> period of time to keep everybody Get less stressed with out. laughter. <laughs> Let's keep Twitter light. Let's all agree to just keep it light. They're not, but you know. Um, yeah. And uh from now until until election day, just get get to work. Work, work, work. Yeah. Um, a lot yeah. of people are not voting mail in. People that are informed are voting mail in. People that are informed are voting early, but most people vote on election day. So you can either uh, get on phone calls with voters. You can join text teams and start texting voters to mm-hmm. um, find out information and help spread information about the candidate that you're supporting. Um, just start, you know, metaphorically pounding the pavement. Campaign work is something that has always given me a sense of calm and control during mm-hmm. political campaigns, something that we really don't have any calm or control around (laughs) right so but just knowing that you know you're able to get out there and talk to people and change you know a few minds um get people on your side explain to people why you support the things that you support the person that you're that you're on the phone with them talking about and just really you know really lean in and and start talking to people because i think people are much more um open and much more pliable than people think that they are right now because what we see mm-hmm. on social media is not revenue. Somebody told me, somebody gave me a statistic the other day that 90% of the world's population is not on Twitter. Twitter is Whoa. a very concentrated yeah. group of people. That is not wow. representative of the world. There are people out there who don't think like Twitter. So get out there and talk to those people. It's important. And they answer their house phones. So call them. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's all I have. 10%, huh? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Yeah. You would think it's the whole world. Just, you know, if you're in that Twitter world, you know. Twitter is the home of the the loud minority. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Well, that's pretty much our episode. You yeah. know, that's voting safety protocol requirements in a nutshell. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I am. I'm, I'm obviously nervous, like you said, but I definitely think, like I said, this is going to be a a huge thing that's I'm about so, to happen here. I'm so anxious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just ready to get it over with, honestly. I think that's the main thing. I'm just ready to get it over with. Yeah, so, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how this goes. Good luck out there, guys. Yes, vote your hearts away. Yes. Please vote. And don't let anyone tell you that your vote doesn't matter because they're wrong. They're definitely wrong. It matters. Even the ones who have darker skin like us, it yeah. matters. Yeah. It does. So that's it for today, guys. I you know what to do. This. Hope you enjoyed it. Please don't forget to follow us. We are on Instagram and Twitter at dear me podcast mm-hmm. um keep up with us um i did want to give a quick shout out even though you guys won't be hearing this episode until much later but i did want to give a quick shout out to world mental health day tomorrow as of now when we're recording this yeah, yeah. Um, i think it kind of goes hand in hand with voting yeah. so uh, keep your it mental will. health in check um get help talk to someone please don't be afraid you are loved you have purpose we're all about mental health so take care of your mentals for sure for sure so that's all i got any comments for you no i just i just love you guys and i just want you i wish you could all be rainbows and smiles like it was in middle school (laughs) she doesn't even go here she doesn't even go here (laughs) that's all that's all that's all (laughs) yes we will catch you guys in our next episode bye bye happy voting